0: Jacob, in what land did Puff the Magic Dragon live?
1: Magic land.
0: Uh, It's Hanali. Jay, often depicted as a cow, who is the goddess of love in Egyptian mythology? Bastet. Sorry, it's Hathor. James, what musical by Anais Mitchell is a retelling of Greek myth and took home the 2019 Best Tony Award?
2: Hades Town.
0: That's correct. Jeff, who hit the Homer and the Gloman on September 28th, 1938?
3: Um, Babe Ruth?
0: Sorry, it's Gabby Hartnett. Jacob, how many syllables each are there in a haiku and senryu? Seven. Sorry, it's 17. Jay, in miles per second, what is the speed of light through a vacuum to the nearest thousand?
4: 186,000.
0: That's correct. James, what turtlenecked tech guru said, you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards?
2: Steve
3: Jobs.
0: That's correct. Jeff, what is the name of Bluey's younger sister on the show
3: Bluey? Uh, this is, I'm upset because I'm a dad, but I've never seen Bluey.
0: Uh, sorry, that's incorrect. It's bingo. Jacob, including RH factor, what is the most common blood type in humans? AB. Uh, sorry, it's O positive. J, what is the only U.S. state capital to end in three consonants?
4: Ooh. In how long? <laughs> three, two. I, I can't an answer 50 that quickly. Uh, let's say... Uh,
0: close. Bismarck,
4: Bismarck, Bismarck. Bismarck. <laughs> Sorry. I got it in time and I said it before you. It counts.
0: <laughs> I'll leave that one up to Tim. Uh, James, what is the name of the track that annually hosts the Kentucky Derby?
2: Hmm.
3: Churchill Downs?
0: <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Jeff, in Back to the Future, what does the DeLorean's license plate say? Out of Time. That's correct. Jacob, Montevideo is the capital city of which South American country?
1: Uh, Uruguay.
0: That's correct. Jay, Arthur Curry is the alter ego of which member of the Justice League in the DC
4: Universe? I'm mad at you, and you know why. Because the correct answer is Aquaman.
0: Aquaman is correct. James, because of a pre existing copyright, Burger King franchises carry what name in Australia?
4: Hungry
3: Jack.
0: That's correct. Jeff, using the in universe timeline, which is the first chronicle of Narnia?
3: Oh, um, the magician's nephew.
0: That's correct. Jacob, what major scale is indicated on the treble clef with sharps on the third space and fifth line? D major. That's correct. Jay, what author and physicist wrote the webcomic Casey and Andy before writing a short story called The Egg?
4: Can you repeat that one time? Sorry.
0: What author and physicist wrote the webcomic Casey and Andy before writing a short story called The Egg? Is that Andy Weir? It is Andy Weir. James. What playable Nintendo character who was introduced in Super Mario World shares his name with the Japanese word meaning okay or alright? Is it Yoshi? It is Yoshi. And Jeff. Announcing their disbandment in 2022, what ska band whose name contains their city of origin released their debut album Devil's Night Out in 1989 and appeared in Clueless as the frat party house band.
5: That's the mighty, mighty boss tones. That's correct. And at the end of the hot seat round, Jacob has 200, Jay has 400, James has 500, and Jeff has 300. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia. First was the hot seat round. Each player received 5 questions, worth 100 points each. Next, teams will be randomized with their hot seat scores combined and 1000 points added to each team. Teams will receive up to 4 sets of 3 questions. Each team will answer the same questions and wager 100, 200, or 300 points on their confidence. They will gain or lose their wager based on whether they get it right or not. They will also bet those same values on how difficult they think it will be for their opponents. If their opponent gets it correct, they lose their wager. But if their opponent gets it wrong, they will win their bet. After four sets of questions, or when a team runs out of points, the first round will end with the team with fewer points being eliminated. At this point, the friends become the enemies. The remaining team will divide whatever points they have left and play again against each other with the same rules. In this round, locking in an answer will trigger a 30 second timer for the other player to register their answer. After four sets of questions, or when a player runs out of points, we will crown this week's Frenemy Champion. Now, let's start the show.
0: Hello, and welcome to Quadrivia, the podcast that takes you a step beyond trivia and into the minds of people who, <laughs> oh shit, wrong yeah. podcast, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, welcome to Frenemy Trivia, where friends quickly become enemies. I'm your host, Brittany, and joining me is my co-host and best frenemy, Tim. Tim, how are you doing, and what you drinking tonight?
5: Uh, Brittany, I am doing well. I, I I definitely felt like I walked onto the set of the wrong podcast um but I'm I'm doing well. It's been a good weekend. I'm just getting over a gout flare up uh and prepping for uh some shenanigans next week. So I'm not drinking tonight uh anything alcoholic. I am just drinking my uh homemade lemonade, which is just my water with a lot of lemon juice in it.
0: Well, I'm sorry about your gout flare up. Um as much as we're frenemies, I don't wish your joints ill.
5: Yeah, um, I don't I don't wish it on my worst enemy.
0: your worst frenemy. But you know what? Let's meet today's players. And they might sound familiar to fans of podcasts about trivia that sometimes ask trivia questions. Uh, You heard them in the hot seat, but let's meet them now. So first off in Louisville, Kentucky, it is Jacob Hine. Jacob, how are you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy?
1: I am drinking uh, Knob Creek bourbon. Um, mm. and my friend of me is probably my good friend, Will. Okay. Good friend, Will.
5: Well,
0: Will, <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe there was a story there, but
5: no, it's just
4: okay. Will. I mean, there and wasn't he knows
0: even a how you doing. Yeah. Well, he said he was drinking bourbon. I just assumed it was answering two questions. But how are you doing, Jacob? I'm doing fine.
1: A uh, little rough on the uh, opening questions, but uh, I'm feeling good now. So
0: Okay. Well, it's great to have you here. Uh, let's move to a different state and go to Chicagoland, where we join Jay Borsum. Jay, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy?
4: Hello, darlings. Uh, I'm doing all right. My, my family, my entire family uh, has been out of state and in some cases out of country all weekend. So I don't know what to do with myself, uh, which kind of leads to the second question. Um, Those of you who know me know that I don't ever not have a bottle of rum handy. And because Tim is on this recording I will probably be reaching for that, uh, but we're going to start off a little fancy, a little bougie. I have reached for a bottle of Sirocco uh, 2021 Moscato Dosti, Ooh. which is classy because it has a screw top lid, wow. which <laughs> doesn't make a fun sound effect, as
5: you can hear. I'm a Jay, big fan
0: of the screw top lid. So
5: Jay, I will remind you that I am just the scorekeeper today. So if anybody's going to drive you to drink, it's going to be Brittany.
4: And yet somehow you are still my
5: frenemy.
0: Oh, you're declaring tea with Tim.
4: Friendnity with Tim, exactly. That's fair. I will wear that with honor. Well, it's sleeveless, so it'll work. <laughs>
0: Well, it's great to have you back here. Uh, Are you excited to have a return?
4: I am ready to be mad.
0: Okay, (laughs) sounds great. Well, we're going to go back to Kentucky, and in fact, we're going back to Louisville, where we join James (laughs) Key, the trivia nerd.
2: Hang on, every time you say the city name, Jacob just gets a little "Mm," look to his face. Oh, is it Louisville? yes that's yeah. my
0: apologies we join in lewisville oh. <laughs>
5: Church.
4: There you oh. compliance.
5: just just throwing it back to our very first episode where we were uh talking about jeremy being from chicago <laughs> he's from west chicago i'll have you know
0: <laughs> uh but james how are you doing what you drinking and who would you consider your friend of me
2: I am doing quite well. I am uh, drinking out of a, a little bit of water out of an Uno glass from like 1980 uh, that I have. A, I found a set of those at a yard sale. My wife's been drinking out of the Smurf glasses lately, uh, so we're we're all enjoying life over here. That's for sure. So uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, this this is not trying to placate or or anything, but I think my frenemy is one of the people on video here or on audio, as it were. Uh, It might just be Jacob, simply because we we like to host together, but we also host separately, and he has about twice as many shows as I do, and uh, he's uh, very successful at his weekly trivia gigs, which... Uh, I, I raise the glass to him and say that uh, I'm I, I'm very proud of him. I think that uh, means
4: I, in an alternate universe, I could have been three times as successful down in Louisville. At least you say the name of the city Bastards. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll, I'll groom them. I'll teach them everything I know. And then someday I'll make a, a splash in Louisville. And then James has to go and get uppity and fly solo. And then Jacob has to go and get uppity and fly solo. <laughs> I can't dip my toes in the waters, you bastards. But I love you. Congratulations on all your success. Yes.
0: Um, And it's a special night here in Frenemy Trivia Land because we have two players from Louisville and we have two players from Chicagoland. We've met Jay. Let's meet the other one. Jeff Bim, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy?
3: Hello. Uh, I'm doing well. I am drinking. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I've been on uh, tiki drink kick for like the last year or so. Uh, so when, when you're like, "Oh, everybody make a drink or something. I'm like, I'll go make a double mai tai, And I put a little fun straw on it for fun. I'm drinking mm-hmm. it out of a pineapple. Uh, it's really strong. So I have maybe about a half hour until I'm no longer making sense. <laughs> um, but I am going to echo James's answer for my friend of me. Um, uh, <clears throat> and say that my friend of me is Jay. Uh, she and I both hosted, uh, I I'll say it. I'll, I'll I'm going to repeat that in a different way. I hosted a trivia game. Jay exploded a trivia empire, <laughs> but we were, but we were really close, um, in proximity and that should have made us enemies. Cause we had been going for the same venues and trying to get the same gigs. Um, But instead of that happening, we became really close friends and we've collaborated a thousand times. I've stepped in for her. She's stepped in for me. Uh, We've guested on each other's stuff a bajillion times. And I currently uh, act as like kind of a sounding board for the WTF. And I still help out in trivia, even though my days running and hosting and writing trivia are, are a little bit behind me. I still am involved a little bit in the liquid courage family. So
4: never say enough there, Jeffy.
0: <laughs> well, we are glad to have you all here. Um, for anyone who's followed my misadventures from the weekend, you know that I had a date night last night, which involved going to a few bars. So I am also abstaining from alcohol this evening. Um, and I am drinking a propel smart water because I got back like about, two hours no not even two hours ago about an hour and a half ago now from the airport where my apartment was 80 degrees and so i am hydrating before i dehydrate tonight so i don't have a fun sound so i'll just make the noise so there's your can pop
5: uh it's okay Brittany. if you dehydrate, uh i've got all the questions i can just continue on without you
0: Honestly, when the flight got delayed another time, I almost messaged you to say, you might have to host tonight because I don't know if I'm going to get back in time to host this podcast that I wrote. And speaking of this podcast that I wrote, uh, I did something a little bit special. As referenced in my faux intro there, uh, we have a Quadrovia reunion of sorts. Yes. And on Quadrovia, we had this thing called the Keyword Challenge.
2: Oh, boy.
0: So, oh, no. Fuck. I, I dug through every single keyword challenge that I had access to the submission of. I and it. I pulled a list of keywords and then wrote you a game using those keywords. I'm
3: so mad. As far as I know,
0: it? I didn't repeat anyone's questions. <laughs> I didn't dig that far because I was scared to find a Balrog. Uh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did go pull our old uh, Quadrivia keywords and wrote, Questions based on those, so you know how many drinks ago that was. That a
3: lot.
0: <laughs> Actually, James and I were talking about this earlier. Our last episode of Quadrivia dropped in September of 2021.
4: So, oh Jesus, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. been it's been a two year, two week hiatus. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it has been a hot minute. So, um, but it was kind of excited. It was kind of fun to dig through all of that, especially once Corey said he let the old site die, and I was like, oh, this is going to take a lot of digging. Um, how committed am I to this concept and anyone who knows me knows I'm a little bit extra. So I did.
3: Um, <laughs> did you go to net? Oh, <laughs> well, it, it's
0: down. Like the site. That one site oh that one doesn't is, work.
3: Oh, neither of them work.
0: Yeah, no, they all pointed at the same website. Because, <laughs> just go to the Wayback uh,
1: Back Machine and build it up that way?
0: I tried the Wayback Machine. It wouldn't pull oh. it up. So oh. I think it's because it's through Wix. So it doesn't save. I don't know, why, but I don't know exactly why. I thought about messaging Corey and I was like, ah, I've got the information elsewise. So, uh, yeah. If you message Corey,
5: then you have to deal with Corey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm on Corey's Marbles team right now, nominally speaking. I think I'm one of the bots because Corey has to have actual people on his team, according <laughs> to the official rules. But he knows the guy running the tournament. So he's like, no, you can still use your bots. We just need actual people to join the Discord and be on your team. So uh all that being said, let's jump into the team round. Today's matchup is uh Jeff and Jacob. And what team name did y'all come up with?
3: Team Symphonia. Perfect. We are fraternity brothers in Find Me Off a Symphonia.
0: Oh, awesome. But different
3: schools. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And they're going to be taking on the team of Jay and James. And what team name did y'all come up with?
1: Two
2: girls, one up.
1: (laughs) I don't get it. Can you explain that?
2: (laughs) Well, when two girls love each other very much (laughs) and they find a mushroom with green spots, (laughs) that's about how it works.
4: (laughs) So we can get away with it on uh, this recording, at least. Yeah,
0: we have an explicit tag, but it doesn't cover that. So, <laughs> yeah,
4: it's um, the rare NC17 rated podcast.
0: But we'll be jumping in, so it'll be Tim, Team Symphonia taking on Team Two Girls One Up.
5: And Team Symphonia will start with fifteen hundred points. Two Girls One Up will start with nineteen hundred.
0: So. Uh, Thank you for that, Tim. Our categories for section one are Bring Me My Brown Pants in Sports, A Perfectly Reasonable Word in Literature, and Wayne's World in Geography. Go ahead and send your wagers to Tim.
5: All right, Brittany. I've got everybody's wagers.
0: All right. So we've got our wagers in our first question is Bring me my brown pants in sports. Your question. In 1998, after a year of forced suspension, Cale Sanderson won all 39 of his NCAA wrestling matches at ISU. What is the term for this forced suspension, which is used to hone an athlete's skill and is not, as its name might suggest, an enterprising death sentence?
4: All right, James and I are locked in with the guess.
0: Okay. Jay and James are locked in. That means Jacob and Jeffy can talk this one out.
3: Used to hone an athlete's skill. And it's not as its name might suggest an enterprising death sentence. Ugh, I know Kale Sanderson is a wrestler. I remember that from having to write a question about him. Um, it, isn't, it, it isn't the term all kill, is it? I don't know. I'm really unfamiliar with like non elbow drop wrestling, and like actual actual wrestling, the sport. Right. Same here. Like if it doesn't involve Hulk Hogan, I don't know much about it. Right. Um. I, I but I'm thinking of like terms from other from others or or the essentially the same thing like getting sent down from MLB to like AAA or like. Uh, red shirt in football yep um i mean all kill. that sounds like a well i know all kill from the k-pop
1: standpoint it's when a a, an album takes a whole bunch of um awards on like the korean billboard hot 100 or something like that um but i don't know that it really applies to this Uh, it's just the first thing that came to mind based on the very last part of the
3: question enterprising death sentence I'm just, I'm just imagining the Enterprise photon torpedoing someone in space as the, that sentence. That's enterprising. Oh, um, I don't, I don't really, I don't have any foothold on this whatsoever. I don't either. Uh, so I'd say, I honestly don't
1: know. Um, Your guess is as good as mine.
3: I, well, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I, brown pants makes me think of, give me my red shirt so I've, let's just say red shirt let's do it okay
0: okay locking in with red shirt uh, two girls what did you come up with
4: well James James threw the correct answer out immediately and it was it it fits everything that uh, that worked out here uh, so I'll let him kind of uh, deploy the answer uh, but I do now understand the clue category very well so thank you for that <laughs>
2: Yeah, you started throwing out wrestlers' names, and I was like, I don't know, sports, anything. But uh, Star Trek, that's a little bit more up my alley. And, of course, you never send out uh, a red shirt unless you want them to die on the surface. I did it accident!
0: So you're also locking in with red shirt?
4: Yeah, that's absolutely.
0: Okay. And what did you wager both on yourselves and your opponents?
4: Well, we uh did not know how this was going to go so for ourselves we only put 100 points on it. Uh we did bet 200 on our opponents.
0: Okay? And Jeff, how about uh Team Symphonia? How did you wager?
3: Uh we bet 100 on ourselves. Uh just in case. Uh we had to guess. Like <laughs> <We did>. this. Exactly, <laughs> exactly like what happened. Um and we put we put 3 on them. Ooh.
0: Okay. okay.
2: Th- that was a smart move, actually, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh both teams, whether by accident or intentionally, did figure out the cluing in there. uh yeah, the bring me my brown pants reference is in fact the it is in fact the joke about uh wearing the red shirt. I think it's also referenced in Deadpool.
4: Yeah, you put uh, where... three hundred points on a Deadpool referenced category name on me. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, this is a red shirt or red shirting is the correct answer. So both teams got that correct.
5: Yeah, both teams picking up uh their answers, but we are kicking this one off with that fun little uh, uh niche issue here in front of me, trivia, where both teams get it right and lose points. <laughs> Jacob and Jeff are going to lose 200 points on this one, while Jay and James will only lose 100. So it is now 1,800 to 1,300 in favor of two girls, one up. Bullshit. Sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my fault for absolutely steamrolling
3: Jacob. And uh, <laughs> we're going to do the other points. No, I told you to do it, so it's my fault. Oh, explain oh. on the bourbon.
0: Listening to y'all work that one through, especially when you both like said red shirt, and just kept talking. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, and then the enterprising death sentence was absolutely—you don't send out a red shirt. <laughs> so expect it to survive. Yeah, but we're coming why to wear a red
4: suit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And now we're coming to our second category, which is a perfectly reasonable word in literature. Your question. First heard on the 1999 Simpsons episode Lisa and the Iconoclast, the word cromulent, a perfectly reasonable word, has made its way into the everyday lexicon and even to the cultural zeitgeist. What Stargate Universe consultant and author of Red Shirts and the Kaiju Preservation Society even called iRobot a perfectly cromulent bastardization when he reviewed it in 2005?
3: Right, I, think, I think we're locked as long as Jake is, Jacob's okay with my answer.
4: I'm good with your answer.
0: Okay. Uh, Team Symphonia is locked. Two girls, one up. Talk it out.
4: A guess came to mind, James, but it feels wrong. It feels adjacent to the right answer. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Uh, Because for whatever reason, when I saw Red Shirts, the the name Will Wheaton came to mind. Uh, And I know that he's had a ton of little projects uh, over the last couple decades and is known as a writer. But I... I think I know this through the context of following Will Wheaton on like social media. And I think he was talking about like somebody else because why would Will Wheaton be, you know, a consultant on Stargate?
2: That boy, because you're talking about a movie slash show from quite a ways back. I mean, even though he, you know, had his formative years on the next generation, if you will, boy, to be a consultant, On Stargate that's but when you said the name I was like that it sounds good it's a very good guess I don't know that I have much in the way of a helping hand on this one though um I mean you're saying something adjacent to Will Wheaton um, and I know that he's
4: talked a fair amount about like John Scalzi online the last several years does that Mm -hmm. do anything for you
2: that one does not. That okay. doesn't mean it's wrong, but it just doesn't
4: ring a bell. I mean, Neil Gaiman has done ten thousand things, so I wouldn't be shocked if these were three of those. But I also don't think that these would be like the three uh, that a writer we're gonna we're gonna meta your question writing on this because if I were to write a question where the answer is Neil Gaiman, I wouldn't include red uh, like the Kaiju Preservation Society among like notable works as a clue. Assuming it's true, uh, so I that makes me want to throw um, Gaiman out. But I wish I knew more about John Scalzi because it's either Will Wheaton or it's somebody Will Wheaton has worked with and talked about, which to me makes it either Will Wheaton or John Scalzi. Uh, James, you're a nerd. Uh, do you have a, a die to roll on this one? Because that's where I'm at. Hang on. Let's see.
2: I had all my dice here. Got
3: a... I have a thousand. <laughs> if you need one. Holy. Um. I have this bag, and then also, <laughs> and then this bag. I have that same bag.
4: <laughs> and then this bag. All right, but that doesn't help us, Jeff. Yeah. And then, this is this and is then some this com- treasure chest.
2: <laughs> this is some compelling audio for our audience. Let yeah, me tell right you. Yeah, this is
4: just masturbatory well, nerddom right now. You want me to roll one of these, Jay? Not you. I don't trust you. Oh, fuck you, then. <laughs> <laughs> you you came on and said I'm your friend of me. Uh, you you know, the coin in my head is going to Will Wheaton. Do you want to just lock it in?
2: That's the name I've heard of. Let's go with Will Wheaton.
4: All right. Yeah. We are locked in with Will Wheaton, right or wrong. Locked
0: in with Will Wheaton. Team Symphonia. What did you come up with, Jacob?
1: Uh, we went with John Scalzi.
0: Okay, which the the coin <laughs> which was the coin in both teams' hand. It sounds like, or maybe it wasn't a coin in your hand. I don't know. Um, but what I do need to know is what you wagered on yourselves and your opponents.
1: We wagered three hundred on ourselves and two hundred on our opponents.
0: All right, and two girls. What'd you wager on yourselves and your opponents? Uh,
4: we put two hundred on ourselves, just one hundred on them.
0: Okay. Well, one of you is correct. Um, and I will say that this author uh, came up in uh, our sister podcast, the Boozy Bracketology, best sci-fi and fantasy author. And this is in fact, John Scalzi.
3: The reason that you know, Will Wheaton was coming up is he does most of the audiobooks for
4: John Scalzi. I knew that they were closely interconnected and both of the names were just floating around and, I don't know unfortunately first guess best guess was where my head was uh and also james didn't get a die so it's his fault <laughs> i have plenty of time, but who knows yeah, yeah. i want your biased ass dice <laughs>
0: but that i means... played
4: d&d with you and it didn't go great for me if i remember right that,
0: that means team symphonia picked this one up whereas team two girls went up did not so tim what'd that do
5: Well, that leads to an 800-point swing. Team Symphonia is going to pick up 500 points, while two girls one up will lose 300. We have a lead change, as Team Symphonia now sits at 1,800, and two girls one up have 1,500. Game of inches, James. Game of inches. we (laughs) got to get more questions in before the rum sets in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then let's move on to the next one. Uh, This one is Wayne's World, a geography question. The Bati Rahman oil field lies just outside which city, connected by train to Istanbul, not Constantinople. The city, its district, its province, as well as a regional airport, military base, river, and local college all share the same name, though no funding comes from Wayne Industries.
4: Uh, We are absolutely locked in on this.
0: Okay, two girls went up locked in. Team Symphonia, you can talk this one out.
4: Hold on. Give me. Can you give me thirty seconds
3: or so? Yeah. the Yes. Children and dogs are yelling. What's going on? Oh, his granola bar broke. That's. This is very. Nature Valley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the real friend of me
3: was General Mills all along. Right. Which <laughs> city connected by train to Istanbul. to Istanbul? Not Constantinople.
1: One of the Quadrivia episodes I was on <clears throat> was when I had to write a keyword about oh. Edouard on I, I think I, I think I have some. I think I have something. You go ahead because I'm just talking out of my <laughs> asshole.
3: So I started as soon as you said Quadrivia, I started thinking. Um. I'm trying to figure out the Wayne Enterprises part and that made me think of Bruce Wayne and I swear to god I'm either too deep into this Mai Thai or there is a place in uh in, I think it's Turkey that's just Batman. Like its name is ba- I don't know if it's pronounced the same way but I'm pretty sure it's just Batman. Like I Is st- there a college named Batman College? I, that's what I think that's what I think it is like and I feel bad because you know batman fanboy over here and i i but this is like ringing bells from the podcast like i was thinking like oh what else is in that area what's near istanbul and then i just ignored that and i was like it's gotta it's it's batman it's gotta be batman and if it's not if it's not batman i fully take responsibility and i blame that on the mai tai But I'm almost positive that that's it. Just any time that I can
1: throw liability off to someone else, I will
0: take it. So (laughs) let's go with Batman. (laughs) All right. They're locking in Batman.
4: Jay and James, what
0: did you lock in?
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure my quadrivia question on the keyword of Batman had to do with the city in Turkey that has sued DC uh, for the rights to the name. They lost that uh, for what it's worth. But yeah, fun fact geographically. There's a Batman or Batman or Batman in Turkey. uh, And that's what we locked in with pretty instantaneously on this.
0: Okay. And what did you uh, wager on yourself and your opponents?
4: Uh, 300 on both sides of that coin.
0: And uh, Symphonia, your wagers?
4: We wager 200 on
1: ourselves and 100 on the opponents.
0: Okay. Uh, Well... Both teams picked this one up, and uh, shout out to Drew Buxbaum of the Nerd Off podcast, where he asked me a question about Batman Turkey, and I way overthought it and went Gotham, and then found (laughs) out that no, there's just an entire region called Batman. Turns out there's also a city, and a river, and a military base, and a regional airport, and a there is a Batman College. So uh, there you
4: go, Jeff, aspirations for higher education.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I suspect the name. I think the name probably comes from a shortening of Bati Rahman, the oil field, but you know, I like to think they're just DC fans down in Turkey. eh? So both teams got that one, right. that brings us to the end of section one.
5: And Brittany, if it makes you feel any better when I play tested this question for you, my guess was Gotham as well. Uh, but Symphonia is going to pick up 100 points here while two girls one up just pushed their points right back. It is 1,900 to 1,500 in favor of Symphonia as we head to section two.
1: You flipped. We did a flip. I've, I've done nothing to help
5: them. <laughs> and I feel so good.
1: So
0: your categories for section two are the girl with the pearl hearing, an art question. I've got the checkmate in people. And if you're going to play in boodle, you've got to have a drummer in the band in music.
4: Do you hear the words you say? I'm so I know. Upset. I
0: I'm... think that if you're going to play in boodle, you've got to have a drummer in the band it might be one of my favorites that I wrote.
4: Yeah, no, I need that as a ringtone whenever she texts me, just that
5: frustrated sigh. <laughs> <down the back. sighs> Brittany, both teams have locked in with their wagers.
0: Perfect. So your first question is in The Girl with the Pearl Hearing, an art question. Lady standing at a virginal is probably the most well-known painting depicting a lady with a type of harpsichord, assuming that niche even is somewhat well-known. It was painted by which Baroque-ass Dutch painter who was only moderately successful during his lifetime, leaving his own lady standing in a sea of debt when he died.
3: Yeah, I I think... Are we okay locking in with that, Jacob? Uh, Yeah, I don't...
1: That's... Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: You're locked in. Uh, James and Jay, you can talk this one out.
4: All right, so Dutch Painter gets you to, like, three people, James. Uh, Van Gogh, Rembrandt, and Vermeer. Um, The clue on this category references the girl with the pearl earring, which uh, is pretty sure it's a Vermeer work it's gonna sound uh it's gonna make me sound real dumb if it's not a Vermeer work but I do know that uh Van Gogh was a Baroque ass painter but I wouldn't call him uh moderately successful during his lifetime he sold like one painting to his brother before he died uh so I don't think it's him and I nothing here is leading me to Rembrandt either so kind of you know gut instinct slash process elimination I think it's Johan Vermeer uh do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Just the last part, leaving his own lady standing in a sea of debt.
4: Yeah, I think that's a reference to, I think there's a painting called The Sea of Galilee, and I think that's Vermeer as well.
2: Well, I guess that's why I sent the message to you that I am very weak in art. <laughs> um, I, although, you know, you're, you're right about uh, when you said Van Gogh you know, only selling the one painting. So that sounds right. As in, we need to eliminate right that. Um, I think that Vermeer is a perfectly
4: cromulent guess. So I say <laughs> go for it. All right. Yeah. We're going to lock in then with Vermeer.
0: Okay. And team Symphonia, what did you lock in with?
4: Uh,
3: we also locked in with Vermeer.
0: Okay. What did you wager on yourself and your opponents? Me? This one? Yes.
3: Uh, Team Symphonia wagered 100 on ourselves. Not very confident. uh, And 200 on our opponents.
0: All right. And two girls went up. What did you wager on yourself and your opponents?
4: Uh, 100 on ourselves, but we went big for them. 300, so good news. If we're right, it sucks.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, uh, the thing that I was looking at Uh, was because you said Johan Vermeer. I had to double check the name because the name I had was Jan. Uh, Turns out it's both. Um, His name is Johan, but sometimes shortened to Jan. Uh, So it is in fact Jan or Johan Vermeer. Cool, I hate it. The the, uh, (laughs) reference there at the end with his own lady standing in a sea of debt was just to rephrase lady standing at a virginal um, I was trying to see if there was a Sea of Galilee. I'm not seeing that on his list of works. However, apparently he did do three uh, paintings of women at Virginals. So guy liked his harpsichords, I guess. Oh,
4: damn. <laughs> we almost wronged this on me misinterpreting the clue because Rembrandt did the storm on the Sea of Galilee.
0: Mm. Wow. But yeah, uh, Vermeer did do the girl with the pearl earring.
5: So Nobody wanted to lock in with Degas? <laughs> I'm sorry, we only accept actual
3: painter names here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we have a we have a couple of Degas paintings at the art museum in Chicago.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> he's not even here. We're still Poor, dunking yeah, not gonna, not Close
5: it. To Lake Michigan. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's still a quadrivia thing. But hey, so, doesn't, yeah. doesn't he still work for your company? Don't you
4: I, still employ I, him? Don't you put him on me? <laughs> <laughs> That man's been working shit with my teammate. Uh no. Uh no, the other guy I've uh, done done this with as a teammate, my bad. Uh
5: but yeah, so both teams pulled Vermeer and uh once again because of wagering, both teams are losing points. Uh this time <laughs> this time Team uh, Two Girls, One Up is going to lose the 200, while Symphonia will only lose 100. It is now 1,800 to 1,300 in favor of Symphonia.
4: So, Tim, you know I've had this conversation with you uh, about how I feel about the scoring mechanics on this particular podcast.
5: Didn't you help write the scoring mechanics? No,
4: I helped write a good scoring mechanic, and then you turned it into this, which is why... (laughs) It's time. (laughs) Siesta key. Siesta key spiced rum. Cause fuck Tim.
5: (laughs) No, that's actually,
4: that's the slogan on the label.
5: Cause fuck Uh, Tim right here. Is this an actual case of fuck Tim's math?
4: (laughs) Oh, it is now my, my shouldery, shouldery boy.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to move on to question two, which is I've got the checkmate in people. What World Chess Hall of Famer and Prodigy was the youngest of three master siblings and the youngest player ever to break into the FIDE, International Chess Federation, Top 100 Players list at the age of 12, as well as the youngest to achieve the rank of Grandmaster, doing so at the age of 15? The player is no longer active but had a peak ELO rating of 2735 and defeated such players as Magnus Carlsen. Anatoly Karpov, and Gary Kasparov, among others.
4: All right, Brittany, James, and I have come to an agreement on an answer.
0: Okay. Then Team Symphonia, you can talk this one out.
4: So where
3: we're at right now is nowhere, uh, because um, one of the people that I would have guessed would have been Kasparov.
1: That's exactly where I am. Um, That is the chess player that I know.
3: Uh, Bobby Fischer famously was also a prodigy, but I don't think he would have played Magnus Carlsen because Magnus Carlsen is active right now. I'm pretty sure because he was the one that was, unless I'm mistaken, unless I'm thinking of the wrong person, he was the guy that refused to play against the guy that he thought was getting. Now, this is going to sound crazy, but there was a there was like a thing going on in professional chess tournaments where they thought someone was getting messages through like a vibrating thing that was stuck in their bum and Magnus. And like, I don't know if that was, <laughs> I don't know if that was like exactly what that was said, but I believe Magnus Carlson was one of the people that was like, I don't want to play against that guy anymore. Uh,
4: so I, if let me read the question exactly again, Please lock in the guest, the guy who inserted an anal. <laughs> <laughs> is... A vibrating thing in his
0: bum. Rating <laughs> anal beads is what you're talking about.
4: But um Well, oh, there's that NC17 rating. I like the only... Uh, like
3: I, I don't know I don't know Anatoly Karpov. I don't know what generation of player that is. I know Gary Kasparov around his time.
1: Yeah. Gary Kasparov is the only and I have with with like yeah because he's the guy that played chess. he's the
3: he's the guy that played Deep Blue. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Your my, guess is
1: as good as mine. Jeff. Yeah, I I think I
3: Bobby Fischer is the only one that I but I don't I don't know if he had a family. That's I mean I don't have Thunder on literally any other name. We could make up a name and it would be a better guess than Bobby Fischer. I think Ricky Bobby, Ricky Bobby Fischer. Ricky Bobby Fisher. <laughs> if you don't whose check, siblings are don't Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> Walker and I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. Um, all right, let's uh, yeah, let's just say Bobby Fisher. I'm just Fisher. gonna cross
1: my legs and drink <laughs> bourbon and act like I'm fucking important.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think Bobby Fisher is gonna be the strongest and still wrong guess that we have.
0: Okay, so locking with Bobby Fisher then. All right. Uh, two girls went up. What did you lock in with?
2: Well, uh, being uh, just about you know, Jay and I consider ourselves chess addicts. So
4: I've googled it. We went content. through
2: dozens and dozens of names. <laughs> no, actually, Bobby Fisher was pretty much the only you know young person chess player that we could come up with, and it it, it was like we can't even argue about anyone else because that's about the only name we knew so uh we're gonna go with Ricky Bobby Fisher as well
4: yeah it straight up came down to James said Bobby Fisher I said eh, probably not because it was like 50 years ago but also I literally can't name another chess player that you didn't already name so fuck it Bobby Fisher <laughs> it's like when a golf question comes up at trivia and you just put Tiger Woods because who watches golf
0: <laughs> well both teams locking in with Bobby Fisher Uh, Two girls, went up. What did you wager on yourselves and your opponents?
2: Uh, We wagered 200 both ways.
0: Oh, I was going to say we dropped a deuce.
2: Well, that too, but...
0: (laughs) And Team Symphonia, what did you wager on yourselves and your opponents? Okay, well, let's talk about this one. So, Bobby Fischer did in fact achieve the rank of Grandmaster at the age of 15. However, Bobby Fischer is not who this question is about. Uh, this player is Judith Polgar, was a Hungarian-American chess player whose older sisters were both a grandmaster and an international master. Um, oh,
4: right, right. Uh, I think he had a YouTube channel. Who the fuck knows that?
0: Well, Aaron did when I ran it by him. <laughs> I did find out that uh, Aaron has a massive crush on Judith <laughs> Polgar, but uh, her father was Laszlo, who did the the saying of any child can become a prodigy with like a nurture versus nature argument. Uh, Her older sister, Susan, was the youngest female grandmaster until uh, Udit got it at the age of 15. Um, But yeah, her peak ELO rating was 2735. She retired from professional chess, but uh, is still on the International Federation. Uh, She... Is still one of the top players in the
3: world. So, I thought it was going to be Josh, that kid from that Ben Kingsley movie about.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, searching. I love that movie. That movie is such a good. I love that movie.
0: Uh, Neither. You have to
4: understand that your boyfriend knows all but three things. (laughs) Not like three categories of things. There are three facts in the universe your boyfriend has not stumbled across in a trivia context. You can't use him as your go-to play tester for difficulty. I love the man, but.
0: Oh, it wasn't a playtester for difficulty. I just ran all the questions by him for fun as part of date night. So,
4: um. The kind of man runs questions on date night for fun. That's all I'm saying. I
0: ran the questions on date night. We already
4: know you. Yeah. So, (laughs) um,
0: but I looked up a list of prodigies and she was on a list of some of like the top prodigies in the world. So, um,. Yeah, so neither team got this one right, Tim, but what did that do to us?
5: Well, despite neither team getting this one right, this does bode well for two girls one up who closed the gap by 100, despite pushing, uh, because Symphonia did lose 100 points. It is now 1,700 to 1,300 in favor of Symphonia as we head to question three.
0: And question three is, if you're going to play in boodle, you've got to have a drummer in the band. A music question. While they were still in the larval pupil phase, the Beatles had a bit of a hard time finding their beat. Excusing the fact that Paul played drums a little bit, there were two former Beatles that were drummers in 1960 before Pete was simply the best drummer they could get for live performances in 1961 until they found their percussive star, Ringo. Name either of those drummers. Uh, Yes. Even though I was a little bit cheeky about it, Pete Best is in the question. Therefore, he is not the answer to this question.
4: Okay. There were
0: two drummers before Pete Best.
4: Uh, on that note, uh, James, I think you and I are good to go. Okay. Yes.
0: Uh, they've locked in. Jeff and Jacob, you can talk this one out.
4: I was going
1: to say, I just did one of my questions on the Beatles.
3: Well, can I throw out some some Beatles talk and see if that... You you want me to to bump the punch bowl? I remember they were originally known as the Quarrymen. They played at the Cavern in Germany. I think the Cavern was in Germany. I could be wrong. I know Pete Best was the drummer before Ringo, and he released an album called Best of the Beatles, and everybody was mad at him for a second, but he's like, what did I do wrong? Because I'm Pete Best of the Beatles, um, and I know that that was a that was a whole issue like with how it was worded, but I can't for the life of me remember. I know. So that I
1: focused hard on the primary members of the Beatles, which obviously these drummers would not have been primary members.
3: Um, and I,
1: oh my god,
3: my type, give me strength.
4: Lord, my timey strength.
3: <laughs> yeah, bear me that answer. Like I
1: can see the chart on Wikipedia that I use to look this this up to see where, like the timeline of all the members. Yeah. And I <sighs> fuck.
3: Um and I am just This is infuriating. Yeah. What makes me I I know that I have assimilated this knowledge previously. That like uh I don't remember what it was for, but I know that I had Beatles trivia that I was like looking into because that's right. you know, pretty pretty standard Beatles trivia. Sure. It's like, oh the drummer yeah, yeah. before Ringo is Pete Best, but do you know the other ones? Right. Um not that I'm I'm not calling this question standard. But no, no 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 I because I mean
5: <laughs> um Thanks. Britney's a basic bitch. <laughs> yeah, basic. Yeah, um, I am
0: Waiting for pumpkin spice season. God damn it!
3: I know. uh We could sit here for like an hour, and I could start throwing names. But what's a British name? Nigel's a British name. Ewan, but spelled weird. Ian, but spelled weird. Like Ian Colfer, <laughs> right? He's got a bunch of weird letters in his name. Uh, Benedict Cumberbun.
5: I have an Ian Coulter book right over there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what was one? of... Hold on, say those names again, Jeffy. I, I said, I said Nigel, Ewan spelled funny, Ian spelled funny, Benedict Cumberbund is what I said. Bandersnatch Cumberbund is a long-standing. So when you said Nigel,
1: and when you were making fun of British names, I thought of Norman, but I don't. I have. I, there's no stickiness to that. That. I, I am infuriated with my brain that, like, I looked at this chart for so long to see who was in the band and what years, and that I could not come up with a drummer prior to Pete Best.
3: Yeah. I'm I i I'm okay going Norman, but I'm assuming that we Norman need a Rockwell. last name.
1: We'll just go Norman Rockwell. You have
3: to. You have to. What other Normans are there?
1: Okay. Um, <laughs>
3: I'm okay with Norman Rockwell. Yeah, Norman Rockwell. a
4: British musician, <laughs> Norman
3: Rockwell.
0: <laughs> Shh, Jay. So, are you locking in with Yeah, Norman we're locking in
1: with Norman Rockwell, because why the fuck not?
0: Okay, Norman Rockwell stuff. is locked in for Ugh. Team Symphonia. Two girls went up. What did you lock in with?
4: So, Stu Sutcliffe is a name that I know is associated with the Beatles. And that's what we locked in with, because I don't know if he was a drummer. I don't know if he was pre-Pete Best, but name one of these two, I just let, let a pair of words float to the front of my mind, and those words were Stu Sutcliffe.
0: Okay. That's all and, I got. And what did you wager on both yourselves and your opponents?
4: See, that's the worst part, because we went all in on this one for ourselves, 300 points. And then because Jeffy was on this... uh other team and it was a music question we're like okay no worries there we'll just put 100 on them and then they went with an american impressionist painter for a british musician (laughs) you're welcome Jeffy. you're welcome
1: it was my plan all along
0: uh, team symphonia Uh, what jacob what did you wager on yourselves and your opponents
1: we had (laughs) 300 on both sides
0: 300 on both sides okay (laughs) well um I don't think I'm going to make Jacob very happy here because oh. Norman is the first name, No, but his name was Norman Chapman. Was Chapman. Oh. And the oh. other oh. one was,
1: God.
0: and the other one was Tommy Moore. Oh, I didn't
1: it?
4: remember that one.
0: Yeah. Fuck. It was Tommy Moore, then Norman Chapman, and then Donna Pete Chad. Best. Stuart so, Sutcliffe was a member. Was he the
4: manager in the early days? He
0: was, a bass and vocalist, and oh, he died okay. in 1962. He did overlap with Pete Best for a little bit. Gotcha.
1: Sorry, Same. Jeffy. That's on me. Uh, no, man. I'm all right. I mean, like... Norman Rockwell was a solid answer, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dormit I, Dormit I liked it. Be better.
3: If, we're, if we're talking about, like, paintings of families eating a turkey dinner, then yeah. <laughs> then, then, that's <laughs> your guy, 100%. <laughs>
4: that's our guy. God damn it. How did I name an actual beetle and was still the second oh. worst <laughs> answer on this when the first worst? <laughs> I, uh, I I quit the concept. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be to the middle of the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> <when you> get... <sighs> All
0: right. Well, uh, both teams did not get this one and I knew it was going to play tough, but you got closer than I thought you would, to be honest. So, I don't Who did? Y'all did
5: with norman rockwell you had half the answer mm. but you don't get half points uh so we closed out section two on a rough note uh but uh team symphonia is gonna push 300 right back to themselves uh while two girls one up is going to lose 200 points so we headed into section three with team symphonia leading 1700 to 1100
4: This is where the Tower of Tim's Bullshit starts to build itself (laughs) one
5: bullshit
4: brick at a time.
0: (laughs) So your next three categories are Say Mon Nom in Religion and Mythology, Family is Magic in TV, and The Very Model in Geography.
5: Brittany, I do have all the wagers in.
0: Okay, perfect. Your first question in section three is Say mon nom in Religion and Mythology. Sometimes considered a Celtic Themiscura, the Ile de Seine was home to the Galizinae, nine lifelong virgins and priestesses for a Gaelic god of prophecy. They were druidesses believed to be imbued with supernatural powers such as predicting the future, controlling the weather, curing every disease, and transforming into different animals. Opposite the coast of Osismi, the Ile-de-Seine is located off the coast of which western peninsular region of France?
3: I can't... Are you telling me to talk? No.
0: Well,
4: no one's locked in yet, so
0: arguably no one should talk until oh, you're no. ready. Oh, we're,
4: no, we're locked in now.
0: Okay. Uh, two Girls, One Up is locked in. Team Symphonia, you can talk this one out.
3: Do we have to? I I have absolutely nothing. I have nothing on this at all um i'm trying to i'm trying to dig through the the clues i'm assuming that the say my name in french is a reference to the children of destiny or these nine goddesses of prophecy the only gaelic goddess that i know and that that doesn't even help because it's a gaelic goddess and this is a region of france as i have i don't know champagne that's where all sparkling wine comes from no it's the other way unless it's from champagne it's sparkling wine or california because they don't care um which peninsular region of france (laughs) i'm okay with that answer that you just typed because that's very funny so you get to say that i'm gonna sit here and drink my mai tai because i'm I'm... out of bourbon (laughs) Well they they're locked in so we're supposed to be talking and I have absolutely nothing so I mean so um <laughs> I can
1: So I mean it's I think so the only region of France that I'm aware of like I think I, th- I don't know if it's a peninsular or pen whatever, whatever the fuck you say that word pen pen peninsular <clears throat> p- peninsular <laughs> <Penis-lar>. um <laughs> Is okay, what's the what's the name of the wine that they give to popes? Um or do they make for the popes in I that region oh, fuck. Um
3: I know I know Burgundy is a region from wine. I know no, 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 Champagne it's is a region from wine.
1: It's the Fuck oh just it's it's the only region that I'm somewhat familiar with because I had just recently wrote a question on it, but um Let's I see. I don't know. You want me to go with the answer I put in my chat? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. Okay. We're locked in.
0: You gotta say what your answer was.
1: Oh, did they already answer there? Yeah, they already locked in. Oh. So I have to say what my answer is?
0: If you yes. want to lock that answer in, I do need you to say it out loud.
1: <laughs> I'm ready to lock my answer in.
0: Okay, what is your answer?
1: <laughs> Bonjour, la discotheque. <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: the discotheque region of France.
0: Yes. Bonjour, la discotheque. Okay. That,
5: that, is, that is my favorite region of France.
0: And, oh. <laughs> Team two girls, one up. What did you lock in with?
5: Uh,
4: Tim, I'm going to need you to step away from the microphone for about 20 seconds. I know what the fuck you did, Brittany. <laughs> I bet you think you're real cute right now, don't you? I do, yeah with your fun little clues and your technically a religion question that was secretly a geography question, but was secretly a name drop. Because Saint my means it's my name in French. And there is a region in France fucking named Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer, my entire ass. <laughs>
1: You heard it. That's their that's their answer. Yep, their answer it's my was entire my entire ass. ass. Yep. They actually it? said it. We is have it, it on my record. No, so it's my France? entire ass. That and ours is better than theirs, so our, bonjour
4: love. It's it. <laughs> Tim, you can come back in. You're still my friend of me. As far as you know.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what did you actually lock in with? Fucking Britney. Okay. (laughs) Hey, what'd you wager on yourselves and your opponents?
4: I don't think it matters at this point because I just want to be annoyed. (laughs) Uh, We put a hundred on this one and 200 uh, on our opponents.
0: And uh, team Symphonia, what'd you wager on yourself and your opponents?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I think this one's going to be a big swing because we said two on us and three on them.
0: Okay. Well. Uh Jay? Yeah. Uh say mon nom is French for it's my name. And yes, there is in fact a region of France, the westernmost region of France, in fact, called Brittany.
4: I so. need you to understand the evolution of this in our in our text chat. Mm-hmm. Uh ellipses, annoyance that this is actually a geography question, <laughs> and then oh god damn it. It's Brittany. <laughs> Didn't even confirm with James that we were ready to lock in. Just locked us in.
5: Can't can you bounce. know it? That was the that was the uh the progression.
4: I, I don't know why I chose this to do on a night where I could have done literally anything. <laughs> so
0: uh two girls one up picks this one up.
5: Yeah, and as predicted, this is a nice point swing in favor of two girls one up uh team symphonia is going to lose 500 points while two girls one up picks up 300 we have a lead change again uh two girls one up now leads 1400 to 1200
4: the real winner is tim because i'm no longer as mad at him
0: (laughs) well let's see if we can change that your next question is in family is magic our television question in the episode pinky apple pie Twilight Sparkle is studying genealogy and discovers that a couple of her best friends are related. Which two of the five main little ponies are fourth
4: cousins twice removed? Uh, James, you think we're okay? Very okay. All right. Uh, I'm okay. James is very okay. I think we're locked.
0: Okay. Uh, Jeff and Jacob, you can talk this out.
4: Okay.
1: So my daughter, who is four and a half... Uh, watches the My Little Pony Next Generation movie, which I have done everything in my power not to listen to. Um, <laughs> and so not really knowing this one too well, I do know from the plot line of that movie that the unicorns are, like, shunned. So I'm going to go with that as one of them.
3: Okay.
1: Um, And as for the second one, I, my guess is Pegasus. But I don't have. There's. There's no. There's no like concrete in that answer. It's just. Uh, well, do you... fuck it.
0: I am gonna do a clarification for you. These are actual names of the ponies, not.
1: Okay, then we're fucked. Did, does that change your answer, Jay and James? Oh, we're
2: still good. Okay.
0: Oh, of
1: course you are. Okay.
0: Did you say, "Of course you are"?
3: <laughs> yeah, so, I did. So, here's here's the list of things I know before this i'm like oh i'm pretty strong on tv we're okay because jacob was like nah (laughs) (laughs) so here's the list of things i know about this one uh you could go about five feet into the internet about my little pony friendship is magic before it gets real fucking weird um and then i remember that there was a character called dr hooves that i thought was really funny i'm like oh that's cute um and then i know weird owl did a voice uh end of things i know uh people people get real weird with it online yeah uh there's a character called dr hooves uh and then weird owl did a voice and the, oh I, the,
2: the name of the pony that weird owl played was cheese sandwich just so you know
3: oh well perfect yeah exactly uh, yes, I will add that to my list of knowledge. Weird Al plays cheese sandwich. <laughs> Dr. Who's Weird Al is now canonically a sandwich. Yeah, I could have told, oh, I'm already in the bag. Let's not start talking about <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> um I could have I could have named Twilight Sparkle as a character of the show. But Well, I'm also looking at the the clue of
1: Well, is there any hint in pinky apple pie? But then again, I'd, I'd also just I also think be there's name. I
3: think there's a character named Pinkie Pie. That sounds like a thing. Mm. But I would uh, like. Want to go with Doctor Hooves and Pinkie Pie? Sure. Name. <laughs> well, I mean, of course you do. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think that Doctor Hooves Nay. is like one of the main ponies, so I feel like we're gonna get this wrong no matter <laughs> what, but. I don't think we're going to get it right. So, mm. a Pinkie Pie and Doctor Who's feels fucking great to me, man. Like we're just Jeff, gonna yeah. Lose. I think
1: I'm just going to go ahead and bow out from this from this episode now, since I've literally contributed nothing <laughs> to the entire fucking game. I told you all before we came on this fucking show that I don't know shit about trivia. Okay, so here I am looking like a dumbass with my Bonjour de la Discothèque answers and my. Norman Rockwell, but no, let's we'll go with Dr. Hooves and Pinkie Pie. That'll be our answer.
4: <laughs> Lucky you with Dr. Hooves and Pinkie Pie.
1: That's our answer. We're
4: locked in. How am I the second maddest person here?
0: <laughs> I don't
4: know, but you want to let me know what you locked in with? Uh, yeah, James apparently is also a, a, a member of the fandom. Um, <laughs> James, are you a brony? Um
2: I, I would not consider myself one. However, I do know quite a bit about the show. My daughter was uh, pretty young when it was on, so it gave me an excuse to watch it. Uh, and, of course, in your main six, you do have Twilight Sparkle. You have Pinkie Pie, uh, Rarity, uh, Rarity. Um, uh, Rainbow Dash, Shudder... Uh, Shudderfly, that's the picture place, Fluttershy. And uh, you also have Applejack, which was also... Uh, alluded to in the title there i think i named all six but Pinkie pie and applejack based on the title that you gave us would probably be the fourth cousins so you're half right
0: so locking in Pinkie pie and applejack yes all right um and what did you wager on yourselves and your opponents
4: uh we put Um... a big old 300 burger on us uh but 100 points on uh our opponents because no, Jacob strikes me as somebody who would know some TV trivia. And, uh, I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> of the doubt, my <laughs> and,
0: uh, Jeffy, what a all wager on yourselves and your opponents? Uh,
3: the, the absolute worst we could. Uh, 300 on us and 200 on them.
0: Okay. Well, uh, James pretty much summarized everything for me. I did say two of the five main little ponies. Cause I did take Twilight Sparkle out of that mix. Um, just in case we have any listeners who are like, Oh, well it said,
5: <laughs> well, it said uh, five
0: and then he was talking about six. Yeah. I subtracted one. Fuck my little pony math. Um, <laughs> so uh, it is Pinkie Pie and Applejack, which means two girls went up to pick up that question.
5: Britney stopping yourself from trying to give score updates and therefore eliminate my purpose of being here. Yeah, uh, we have our biggest uh, swing in the game because Jacob and Jeff, Team uh, Symphonia, are going to lose 500 points while Two Girls One Up will pick up 400. That's a yeah. 900 point swing. Uh, so Two Girls One Up is now up 1800 to 700.
4: Remember, so like a half hour now ago, now known in the podcast trivia sphere as the guy who knew my little pony facts <laughs> <laughs> remember like a half hour ago when i said
3: that in my half hour all this rum was gonna fuck me up we're there, we're there. We're yeah, there. We're, yeah. At, we're at that position we were doing real good at I... the beginning
0: I wish I could give y'all half credit or points for you being right about you your can. livers. You're your the livers fucking host.
3: Just make <laughs> up the points. Say have 300 points Okay, so hold on. So
1: Norman Rockwell, we had Norman right. So
3: we'll go with that.
1: And then That's hold on, no. yeah, half points, and then uh, Norman something. Rockwell, oh, Dr. Hopes. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: That's half on each.
0: Well, I'm giving you heart points for this, So, but we're going to go on to the next question, which thanks go out to Erin, who wrote this question, actually for a Quadrivia love letter a couple years ago. So this category is the very model, and it's in Geography. Although Tandyway Newton was born in Westminster, London, she did spend part of her childhood in what port city better known for their balladeering buccaneers?
4: Uh, yeah, we're, we're locked in. I'm going to go pet my dog.
0: Okay. Uh two girls went up, we're locked in. Team Symphonia talked this one out.
4: We're locked I, in as well. Yeah, we we like literally just locked
3: in. We were making jokes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Like our our very first thought was the uh the very model maybe think of the very model of a modern major general uh which besides being name dropped in Hamilton reminds me of the Pirates of the Penzance or Pirates of Penzance uh which um we both were like, oh, that's got to be the balladeering Buccaneers
4: that we're talking about. So we said Penzance. Yes.
0: Okay. And two girls went up. What'd you say?
4: Uh, I mean, more or less the same thought process. And I'm going to sound dumb here if I'm wrong, but I thought uh, the very model came from the Mikado. But either way, it's Gilbert and Sullivan. So it led us to the Pirates of Penzance. Okay.
0: And uh, I did look it up. It is from the Pirates of Penzance Oh, okay. Uh, because I did the same thing. I was like, wait, no, is that from the Mikado or HMS Pinafore? And yeah, no, I had to look it up too. Uh, but uh, kind of giving away the goose on that one. Penzance is correct. So let's find out how many points that earned you. And I'm just going to let Tim handle that bit.
5: So Team Symphonia bet 100 on both teams. They're going to push those points at uh enter the final round with final section with 700. Uh, two girls won up at 200 on themselves, but they did bet 300 on team symphonia. They're going to lose a hundred points and enter the final section with 1700.
0: Uh, thank you, Tim. And eventually I will learn how to run the show, uh, but tonight is not that night. So let's talk about section four, where your categories are before and after a history question Is it in the butt or bud, a science question, and Britney Shatnerizes a hit, a music question?
5: Brittany, I do have all wagers in for the final section.
0: Okay. Then let's talk about our before and after question, which is in history. In 1967, Sonia Sotomayor and Katanji Brown Jackson replace Mary Wilson and Cindy Birdsong when Barry Gordy signs them to a Motown recording contract. They would go on to sing Let the Sunshine In before the lead went solo in 1970. Name the girl group formed.
3: Jacob, if you could kind of okay that last thing that I posted. Because um, that that I think is what we should lock in. I'm good with it. Okay, I think we're locked.
0: Okay. Uh <laughs> Pony is locked. That means two girls, one up. You can talk about this.
4: I mean, it, it seems like there's an obvious answer here. And that's what worries me.
2: <laughs> now, I want to make
4: sure you said that this was before and after. Mm-hmm. Like how stringent is before and after in this context?
0: It's a little less stringent than...
4: Okay, there's some wiggle? There's a little wiggle. All right, uh, because Sonia Sotomayor and Ketanji Brown Jackson are two of the nine members of the Supreme Court in the United States, uh, and Barry Gordy, '67 uh, solo artist spinning off in 1970, all lead to the Supremes. Um, the only thing I'm iffy on, and I was talking to, to James about this, is "Let the Sunshine In." To me, is the second half of that uh, Aquarius "Let the Sunshine In" tandem that came out from the musical Hair. Uh, That was popularly recorded by the Fifth Dimension. Which doesn't fit anything, but it's possible two different acts did the same song. So, like, James and I, I think we're going for either the Supremes Court or Diana Ross and the Supremes Court, depending on, like, exactly what official name you're looking for there. Okay. Yeah, what? But in the early days, yeah, (laughs) it would be, obviously, at the time, from 67 to 70, Diana Ross and the Supremes court
0: okay so you're going with diana ross and the supreme's court
4: Yes, i think so yeah
0: okay um and team symphonia what did you lock in
3: um i'm i'm going to look at the actual chat to see exactly what i posted uh we we went back and forth on on how much to include um but mm-hmm. well, we went diana ross and the supreme court justices okay. i don't i don't know if that gets us where we're going
0: Okay. And uh, what did you wager on yourself and your opponents?
3: Uh, we wagered one on us and three on them.
0: Okay. And Jay, what did y'all wager on you and your opponents?
4: Well, see, that's funny because we bet 300 on them and 100 on us.
0: Okay. Well, how interesting. Um,
4: <laughs> it's a race uh, to the bottom.
0: So... <laughs> so... I am going to give credit to both teams. I was looking for something along the lines of Diana Ross and the Supreme Court or Diana Ross and the Supreme Court. Diana Ross and the Supreme Court justices all perfectly acceptable. You got the smashy in there. got the act. Let the sunshine in was um, an album. um, Oh, okay. That they did with Barry Gordy. So it is also the second half of Aquarius, Aquarius. but uh, yep. Like you said, Two bands could record similarly named things without being the same thing.
4: I um, mean, if it was the 90s, we'd be talking about Creep.
0: Well, we'll see if we do. Um, so, uh, But both teams picking up that one for, well, I don't want to say credit, but you both got the answer right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and the reason she doesn't want to say credit is because you are both going to lose 200 due to wa- uh, poor wagering. Uh, so we have two questions left, and team Two Girls One Up are leading 1,500 to 500.
0: And let's look at that second question. Is it in the butt or bud? A science question. Nepeta cataria is the species name for what member of the mint family sometimes used in herbal tea blends? The compounds found in the plant can repel mosquitoes as well as treat stomach cramps, indigestion, and nervous conditions in humans.
1: We're did.
0: Yeah. Okay, team of locked in. Two <laughs> girls went up, talk it out.
4: D-d- tea. We won that war. Why am I talking about tea? Because tea is delicious. It is, but by the way, because you're eating it for this question. Uh, <laughs> so James James knows tea words, so I'll let you kind of guide <laughs> yeah, me, well, my friend.
2: Oh, we've come up with quite a few this is gonna be right back to red shirt. We're probably going to say the right answer somewhere in this. So we got to watch the faces. Um, we thought, what about chamomile, St. John's wort, citronella, uh, lavender, you yeah, know, citronella, all that things.
4: famed tea ingredient. <laughs> I, you, you focused on mosquito repellent and that's I the know. first thing that came to mind is oh, citronella. Um,
2: trying to, you know, I was thinking about like nervous conditions in humans and, uh, my wife sometimes has anxiety in the car while I'm driving. Don't know why. Um, so, so she it's had totally a, you know, a
5: coincidence. <laughs> little
2: little <laughs> bottle of, of lavender uh, that she would sometimes open up and, and smell. And it's like, that's a nervous condition thing. And lavender is in tea. Now the question is, is that a, a mint family item? Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't know. Uh, I mean, right, right now I, of the things we've said, I'm, I'm between chamomile and lavender and
2: hang on. No. Nepeta cataria. That reminds me of catnip. They wouldn't put catnip in tea, would they?
4: I mean, Brittany might, she's a monster. <laughs> it says sometimes. I, and you, you know what? It takes one think, use to be sometimes. <laughs> I think
2: catnip is part of the mint family. It
4: is very much part of the mint family. I know that, um, but is there is it something that is like really, really closely related to catnip, but is not catnip in and of itself? Because catnip is close to something botanically.
2: That I'm not sure of.
4: But you know what? Go down swinging. Let's say fucking catnip. Catnip I, tea. I, I, what? What also,
2: it's like she says, and nervous conditions in humans. Why would you mention humans particularly?
4: Right. I you know no. I, I'm good with you, fam. Catnip it is. All catnip right. evergreen because it's mint.
2: Catnip is our lock in answer.
0: Okay, locking with catnip. Team Symphonia, what did you lock in with?
3: Um I distinctly as when the question came up, I was reminded of a conversation that I had with our good penguin pal Tipster. I I, I can't remember I want to say it was Tipster. It might have also been Addie if there was an episode that I was on with him. But it was somebody from the UK, and I was asking if Catnip and Catmint were the same thing. Because if I remember correctly, it was either the... But I remember that coming up in one of the things. And so we said Catmint, not Catnip.
0: Okay, so you locked in with cat mint versus Catnip. What did you wager on yourselves and your opponents?
3: Uh, I think we did 200 and 200.
1: That's correct. Yep.
0: And James, what did y'all wager?
2: Uh, just like Chuck Woolery, we're back in two and two, 200 each.
1: Jesus.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if this will assuage your fears or whatever or make you upset. I don't know. Uh, but Catnip and Catmint are absolutely the same thing. Also known as Cat's Wart and Cat wart. Uh, And they are all under the species name Nepeta Kataria. So it is catnip is what I was going for with is it nip it in the butt or in the bud, but
4: catnip. They're great clues when you remember they exist.
0: You have them. You have access to them, but yes, both teams picking up credit on that one.
5: And both teams are going to push on this. So we head to our final question in the team round with two girls, one up, uh, ahead 1500 to
0: 500 let's see what happens on britney shatner as a hit our music question dun, 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 dun. it's not about push it um <laughs> i've got that stuck in my head so let me get that out of my head before i shatnerize this okay in britney shatner a hit a music question Identify the group behind this 1997 hit that reached number 18 on the U.S. mainstream top 40 and has since been covered by Stevie Nicks as well as Darren Chris and Steve Aoki. Into your heart I'll beat again sweet like candy to my soul sweet you rock and sweet you roll lost for you I'm so lost for you. Name that group.
2: Sound like a speaking spell more than a Shatner. <laughs> well, it shows my age.
0: <laughs> I know what a speaking spell is. <laughs> this category used to be Brittany dramatizes a hit, but I realized when I dramatize things, it just came out as William Shatner. So it just we, I leaned in. We're we're locked in. Okay, uh, Team Symphonia is locked in. Jay and James, talk it out.
2: Uh, we locked in pretty much about uh, a half right. second
4: after y'all did. As a matter of fact.
2: Yeah, uh, good old, uh, what's his name there? <laughs> Dave Matthews. I was like, Matthew... Uh, it's okay, it's Matthew, hard to remember, remember? who's no. in Dave yeah.
4: Matthews' band, James. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is a, a Dave Matthews hit. I remember it hitting number 18. It was very... Uh,
4: no, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the few ones in that in that era where he didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it's not satellite. It's uh, it's uh, crash into me,
4: if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, by Dave Matthews okay. Band as our answer.
0: Okay, lock that in, uh, Team Symphonia. What did you say?
4: I as
3: soon as I read the words "sweet like candy" to my soul, I immediately typed uh, "crash" by Dumb because my phone just didn't except what i was saying and then i and then i qualified it crash into me by dave dmb not dumb but dave matthews band yes
0: all right uh what you wager on yourself and your opponents
3: not enough to make up a thousand points in one question <laughs> but I, I i think it was three and one yes that's correct
0: and uh team two girls what did you wager
4: shocker of shockers three and one
0: Ow. Uh well, didn't fool any of you with not including the words crash into me. Um, I had a feeling y'all would probably know Dave Matthews Band. With yeah, who was you know on this how late
4: and forties this group of people
0: is. <laughs> we know our Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Dave Matthews Band is absolutely correct. Uh, was it enough to make up a thousand point difference, Tim?
3: Yes. Surprisingly, it was. And Jeff and Jake are the winners. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the uh, the the uh, off. Let's off each other
0: next
1: round. Uh,
5: <laughs> well, Brittany, uh, both teams are going to end on a high note, sweeping that entire fourth section, which means that everything ends up in the wash. Uh, two girls one up will win the team round today with a final score of seventeen hundred to seven hundred, which means Jay and James will move on to. A uh, head-to-head round,
4: man. Thanks, Tim. I mean, cool, so, but man, if you wanted, wanted to work on WTF, notes.
3: you should have sh- you should have sucked more at trivia, and then <laughs> me, me and Jake stuck <laughs> here, stuck here, drunk, trying to sort yeah, trying to
1: figure out bonjour la discotheque questions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, congratulations to James and Jay, who will be moving on to round two. Jeff and Jacob, you are more than welcome to stick around and trash talk them and lament about how these categories would have gone so much better for you had only you made it. And we will get to round two right after these messages.
5: Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K innovative, interactive, intoxicating.
3: Is this a common phrase in your house?
4: I thought I told you to clean up. Do you ever say this to your kids? Would you like some with that wine? At the end of the day, do you find yourself thinking but sanity is waning. Then we have the music
5: you need. Sanity is waning. The debut EP from The Dadbods, Coming August 29th to a streaming platform near you. Find us on
4: Facebook or visit us at dadbodsmusic.bandcamp.com for more information.
0: Welcome back for round two. As a reminder, round two functions exactly like round one, except for when one player locks in, their opponent only has 30 seconds to lock in their answer. For round two, we have Jay versus James... And Tim, how many points are they starting with?
5: Well, because that first round was a little bit on the rougher side, we are rounding up to a thousand points because each player would have only started with seven fifty. So each player is going to start with one thousand in this round.
0: You're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, thanks, Tim. Uh, our first three categories in the head-to-head round are: I am Groot in movies. Britney Shatnerizes a different hit in music. And sometimes hairy palms are a good thing in science. Go ahead and lock in those wagers.
5: All right, Brittany. Both players have locked in their wagers.
0: Awesome. Uh, Well, then we'll start with I Am Groot in movies. Vin Diesel provided both the motion capture and voice for Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, while Bradley Cooper provided the voice, which other performer provided the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon? Oh, you can verbally curse me I, out here, Jeffy. <laughs>
3: fuck you, goddammit. Where was this? All the third and second round. The first round, we were great. It was amazing. And then the drinking sat in. And now I can't form cromulent sentences. God. I love... This is one of my favorite bits of trivia. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, Jeffy, I'll, you're allowed to I'm do that. Text, I'm gonna text <laughs> it to you. I'm gonna text it to you right now because I'm gonna show off. I'm going to be like, oh, it's this guy, because
4: I know a bunch of stuff. All right, I'm 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 locked in.
0: Okay, Jay's locked in. James, you have 30 seconds.
2: That's 30 seconds of useless nothing that's going to happen here. Um, it's probably the same guy that did Gollum, but I don't know who that is. Um, so, and it said, <clears throat> which other performer? She's. Um all right. My answer uh is Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: Okay. And Jay, what'd you lock in with?
4: Oh, kind of like James was alluding to there. Um I i went with the guy who mocapped uh for Gollum, because if I think mocap in Modern Hollywood, I think Andy Circus. Uh, and if it's not him, I literally have no effing clue who it is. So I went with Andy. I Circuson. do.
3: I know the answer. I should be playing. Actually, Both I know the suck. answer,
1: too. I know it, too.
3: I, I knew it before <laughs> Jeffy did.
0: <laughs> well, Jay may have no effing clue, but I think we have a Jeffing clue. Jeff, what is it?
3: It's James Gunn's brother, Sean. He plays Craglin, And there's a, a fantastic picture of uh, fucking Bautista fucking petting his head in the scene at the end of the first movie when everybody like when they crash he's like petting him it's fucking fantastic but it's Sean Gunn he's he's the guy that plays Craglin
4: Oh okay
0: um it is Sean Gunn but Jay what did you wager on yourself and
4: James? Uh I put 200 on me and 100 on James because he's allegedly good at movie stuff. And James?
2: I put a 100 on me and 200 on Jay. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, it was Sean Gunn. Neither team got that one right.
5: I did, and that and that uh, wager strategy favored James just a little bit more than Jay. Jay's going to lose a hundred points here. James is going to pick up a hundred. It is now eleven hundred to nine hundred in favor of James.
0: Okay, and now we reach Brittany Shatnerizes a different hit in music. Identify this song that hit number three on the Billboard Hot One Hundred in two thousand. She had dumps like a truck, 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 thighs, like what, what, what baby move your butt, butt, butt.
4: All right, I'm locked in.
0: Jay's locked in. James, <laughs> you have 30 seconds.
2: Uh-huh. I feel like this <laughs> song passed me by, honestly. But, <laughs> but, uh- <laughs> But. I think that I actually just looked up the lyrics to this one to write a question. I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that it's the thong song by Cisco.
4: Okay,
0: locking with the thong song. Jay, what did you lock in with?
4: You know the best part of the thong song, Brittany? Towards the end, the fade-out outro, he talks about her feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thong song by Cisco.
0: Okay, what would you wager on yourself and James?
4: Uh, I, I went big on both halves, 300.
0: And uh, James?
2: I bet 200 on myself and 100 on Jay.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, the answer is, of course, that thong, the thong, thong, thong. It is thong, song by Cisco. Both teams picking that one up.
5: Once again, that wager is going to favor James, who picks up 100 points to bring him to 1,200. Jay is going to push 300 points right back to her Uh, she stands at 900 just 300 behind jay i thought you were going to say the best part of that song uh because i didn't know the feet thing um cisco literally just sings the same song over and over and over and tells you that he's going to sing the song over over and over and everybody loved it
0: i think i'll say it again um so uh that brings us to question three in this round And that is sometimes hairy palms are a good thing. Our science question. A nut made from the very hard white endosperm of the seeds of the palm species Phytelophus, literally elephant plant, had an early use in the manufacture of buttons in the 1880s and has also been used to make dice, knife handles, and chess pieces. Though the size does limit its usefulness, tagua nut has more recently been used in place of what material which has been declining in supply for decades.
4: Locked in. Oh,
0: Jay's locked in. Jay's you have 30 seconds.
4: Yeah, that's my game right here is to push pressure. <laughs>
2: um, well, just to say, I mean, elephant plant um, and... Oh, shit. It's, Sorry. It, it's okay. <laughs> I I was gonna... Listen, let's be honest. I saw it, but it's what I was gonna say. Uh, you know, used to make dice, knife handles, chess pieces. We know that it's been in decline in decades because you're not allowed to harvest it from elephants. So I'm going to say ivory.
0: Okay. Uh, James saying ivory. Jay, what did you say?
4: Uh, I'm going to go with whatever James said. It sounds good. (laughs) Um, I I also very instantly went to ivory based on uh, the clues of of dice, especially.
0: Okay. Well, uh, either of our uh, Jeff or Jacob know these, this.
3: I don't, I don't know, but both, both Jacob and I, Put that as a guest in the text, except I did it in the one that the players can't see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, well, you are all correct. It is ivory. Tagua nut is also known as vegetable ivory, and it's also called the white ivory white ivory palm. So is the plant name. So.
3: Oh, the hairy palms. I get it. It's- <laughs> it's all full circle
0: yes uh jay what did you wager on yourself
4: and james uh not enough on me and too much on james uh i put 100 on this for myself and 200 on him
0: and james what did you wager for you and jay
2: uh strong on both ends 300 300
0: okay and uh both teams were right it was ivory so tim what did that do to our score
5: Well, uh, despite matching each other question for question, uh, the wager strategy did not pay off very well for Jay, who lost another 100 points here. Uh, She's going to enter Section 6 with 800 points, while James pushes his points right back, and will enter the next round with 1,200.
4: Every time I get mad at your scoring system, Tim, another nip from the old bottle here. Is if it true, that,
5: a... that bottle would be empty. <laughs> oh, I have
4: plenty.
0: So your categories for Section 6 are The Nicknames, The Nick Same in People, Gotta Cash Them All in Games, and It's Good to Be the King in Movies. Macaroni, come here.
4: Come here, buddy. Such a fanboy, you named your dog after the computer. I named my dog
3: Macaroni. <laughs> I named my dog Mac after Mac from Always Sunny, but don't tell my family that because his name is Macaroni. Because we used to have a cat named Charlie, named after Charlie from Always Sunny. Not my son Charlie, who's named after my grandfather. Uh, but Macaroni's middle name is Rufio, spelled R-O-O-F-I-O.
0: That is the I'm second awful. lamest
4: dog yeah. name pun it's I pretty bad. It's pretty am bad aware of bad. right now. Isn't that right, Louis Pauton? <laughs> Swear on all that is holy, that is that dog's official name.
5: Brittany, I have the right wagers in for round six.
4: Perfect.
0: So our first question is going to be the nicknames, the nick same in people. Your question, what professional nickname is shared by Welsh Darts player Kevin Thomas, wrestler Mark William Calloway, college football coach Vincent Brown, as well as Johnny Cash and Stefano Magadino, both of whom one could argue are on the other side of the profession.
4: I'm locked in.
0: James is locked in. Jay, you have thirty seconds.
4: So, so Mark Calloway is the Undertaker. <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way. Um, but that's that doesn't to me fit everything else you said. So I'm thinking of sobriquets for the Undertaker, and you've got you know the Dead Man, um, Big Evil he was at one point, uh, the American Badass. But you've got Johnny Cash in there kind of hidden. So I think this is going to be the man in black.
0: Okay. Locking in the man in black. James, what did you lock in with? Uh,
2: All of the things that Jay said, while maybe factually correct, I did not know. So, (laughs) 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 frankly, Johnny Cash is the only thing that I was able to latch on to in that entire list of names. And I know he is the man in black, and that's what I said.
0: Okay, well, both teams sang "The Man in Black." Uh, Jeff or Jay, Jacob, sorry, Jeff or Jacob, did you have an answer here?
3: I I was text as Jay was answering. I was also texting and petting the dog. Say so, hello. I was also texting "Man in Black" as awkwardly as possible. I would have loved to have heard the question again, but I know <laughs> now. Too much bourbon. Well, yes. <laughs>
0: So while Johnny Cash may have also been known as the man in black, he was also known under the sobriquet, the undertaker. So the undertaker is shared by uh, Kevin Thomas, Vincent Brown, Johnny Cash, Stefano Magadino, uh, and Mark William Calloway, as well as Bill Baker
4: from Canadian football and Chris Walsh from American football. I refuse Um, to believe Vince McMahon has not sued every one of those people (laughs) or his states. <laughs> i mean he might
0: have i don't <laughs> but unfortunately this is the undertaker and one could argue johnny cash and stefano magadino are on the other side of the undertaking profession as they are undertook so
4: <laughs> too soon, too soon, Brittany.
0: <laughs> it's been 20 years for johnny cash 20 years
4: <laughs> really
0: that it cannot says, be true. It says 1932
4: to 2003. I hate wow. every part of the last 20 years.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to share my fact because it would make people sad. So, uh, James, what did you uh, what did you wager on yourself and Jay?
2: Mm, I think I'm going to lose points on this when I wager 200 for myself and 100 for Jay.
0: And Jay, what did you wager on yourself and James?
4: That would have been great if I actually went with The Undertaker. Uh, I put 200
5: on myself and 200
4: on James.
0: Okay, Uh, well, neither team got this one right. So, Tim, what did that do?
5: Uh, As James predicted, uh, he is going to lose 100 points here. uh, And Jay is going to push. So the gap narrows as James now leads Jay, 1100 to 800.
0: Okay, question two is got to cash them all in games. Your question. What company formed as an internal startup within Google had its first success with augmented reality technology in its game Ingress, which combined elements of geocaching and capture the flag. The company is also behind the mobile apps Campfire, Pikmin, Blue, Pikmin Bloom, Peridot, and Pokemon Go, and in April 2023 announced a new project, Monster Hunter Now. Locked in. Jay's locked in. James, you have 30 seconds.
2: God damn it. I'm the games guy, and I should know this. Um, I remember Ingress. It basically turned into Pokemon Go. And and I can remember Niantek, I believe, is the way it's said. I think that's the company that went into Pokemon Go, and I think that's what we're looking for. So I'm hoping that I'm saying it right. Niantek, Niantech, And that's the best I can do, and that's what I'm going to lock in with.
0: Okay, locked in. Jay, what did you lock in with?
4: So I almost got arrested once. (laughs) Just the once? Uh, Yeah, no, honestly, just the once. It was down in South Padre Island, Texas. It was on a Saturday night. It was about 12.30 a.m., and it was for potentially trespassing on uh, federal property because I was standing just outside the fenced area behind the post office uh, in South Padre Island because there was uh, a point of interest there in the game Ingress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sat there and I, I shot at it and I shot at it and a pair of cops rolled up on me uh, and asked what I was doing. I showed them the game, uh, which consequently was created by Niantic. Um, and they said, all right, and let me go hesitantly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Niantic is the uh, the child project of google that created uh ingress and then used a lot of the data and some of the gameplay elements from ingress for pokemon go but it is i I loved ingress i did not care for pokemon go so when you said it spun off i cringed a little bit
0: (laughs) well uh jay what did you wager on yourself and james
4: uh i put 300 on myself and 100 on james because james is the video game guy
0: and james what'd you say about yourself and jay
2: 300 all the way
0: okay well, uh, both of you are getting credit for this one. It is Niantic or Niantic Inc. Once known as, I believe, Niantic Gaming. Something like that. Um, but yeah. And uh, their most recent project is Monster Hunter Now. So.
5: And I appreciate that you didn't mention the other project that they worked on.
0: Yeah, well, um, it's a dead project now. So they fair. stopped it in 2022.
5: Um, Jay... Uh, Jay is going to benefit greatly here, picking up 200 points. Uh, James is going to push. It is a very tight game now with James only up 100. It is 1,100 to 1,000 in favor of James.
0: Okay. Well, our last question of the section is it's good to be the king in movies. And uh, thanks to Aaron for this question as well. Your question. In what movie are viewers told that the combination of Locksley and Bagel can't miss? i'm locked in jay's locked in james you have 30 seconds
2: okay loxley makes me think of robin hood robin of loxley and i figure this sounds a little bit like a bit of a a a funny thing so i'm gonna say robin hood men in tights locked in
0: okay and jay you locked in very quickly
4: yeah, towards the end of the movie, Robin Hood Men in Tights, when uh, he and the Maid Marian character are getting married, uh, Mel Brooks cameos as the. Uh, Rabbi Tuckman. Rabbi Tuckman, thank you. Um, and finds out Marian's uh, surname is Bagel. So it's the line is Loxley and Bagel. Loxley and Bagel, can't miss. <laughs> uh,
0: and Jeffy, you sounded like you knew that one too.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, 100%. As soon as you said Loxley and Bagel, all I could think of was watching that movie a thousand times in a row. Uh, like that was my very first introduction, uh, to, uh, Oh God, I can't even remember. You know what? Just scratch all of that. Just ignore everything that I just said, <laughs> but I, I know that movie by heart. I love that movie. And pretty much everything Mel Brooks does, uh, is just worth watching all the time. Yeah. And
0: Jacob, I feel like you're staring daggers into the camera right
3: now. Yeah, what um, were these questions in the
1: first yeah, half? Yeah, exactly. Were in the second like, half. God damn I'm it. I'm probably, what have we had, what, six questions? five, Six or seven yeah, questions? Six. I think I'm probably like five or six of these.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it fucking sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Been there, Tim. Uh, well,
0: uh, Jay, what did you wager on yourself and James?
4: Uh, I'm not happy about how this broke down, because I put 100 on myself, and I put big 300 points on James, because a round ago, James proved to me he doesn't know movies.
0: And uh, James, what did you wager on yourself and Jay? Uh,
2: 100 points for me and 200 for Jay, and I have no idea how I backed into the answer for that one,
1: in all honesty. Same with catnip. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I reread the first two words of the I was like, they're on their way to the wrong answer. Let's go.
4: And then, <laughs> well, actually, there's catnip, so I walk into catnip. That sounds an awful lot like, of red-shirting, doesn't it there, Chief? Oh, <laughs> shut up.
0: Well, uh, no surprise to our listeners. This is, in fact, Robin Hood men in tights. The It's Good to Be the King line spoken by Patrick Stewart in that movie uh, when he pops in as King Richard
3: the First. so made famous uh, by Mel Brooks in History of World Part 1. It's good mm-hmm. to be
0: the game. Oh yeah.
5: And on that note, Jay does lose uh 200 points. Uh but James is going to lose 100, so the damage is not that severe. We head to the seventh section with James leading 100 or 1000 to 800.
0: Okay. And in section 7 our categories are like Washington for government and language. Polar Music Prize winners in literature, and I'm sold in music.
5: Well, Brittany, I do have the wagers for Section 7.
0: Excellent. Uh, Then let's jump into it. Your first question in Like Washington for Government, a language question. Not to be confused with a city in New York. What form of metonymy takes its name from the Greek for simultaneous understanding? This figure of speech allows for a part to represent the whole or vice versa. Locked in. Jay's locked in. James, you have 30 seconds.
2: Huh. (laughs) Simultaneous understanding. Cogito. That's like, you know, figure speech allows a part to represent the whole. Yeah, well.
4: Cognition
2: New York.
0: Okay, Cognition New York locked in. Jay, what did you lock in?
4: Uh, Jeffy, were you on this episode of Quadrivia with the metronet
3: or the the metonyms? Yeah, was it? yeah. I I remember that being not like we an easy. We did we
4: did a whole riff fest on the concept of a synecdoche yeah. and how very hard it was to say,
5: yeah, uh, and how very close it was to
4: Schenectady, yeah, <laughs> New York. Um, I I really thought you were gonna ask for another example of one, uh, but when I saw that clue, like Washington for government, I'm like, oh, she's talking about a synecdoche. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, didn't ask for one and just asked what that's called. And I'm being very cautious to make sure I say synecdoche uh, every time uh, because that is my answer.
0: Okay. J logging and synecdoche. Jay, what did you wager on yourself and James?
4: Uh, well, I put 200 on myself and I, I really thought this was going to be a backdoor like geography slash politics question going in. So I only put 100 on James.
0: Okay. And James, what did you wager on yourself and Jay?
2: 200 on me. 300 on Jay.
0: Oof. Oof-ta. <laughs> Oof da. da. has been a week in North Dakota, can you tell? Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> Don't oh, your yes,
0: it is. <laughs> um well, Tim, Jay got credit because it is synecdoche. Um unfortunately it's not Cognition New York or <laughs> what.
2: Get out of here. What are you Uh, talking about? Incognito,
0: I believe, is Latin, by the way. So,
4: um, you know, just fun facts to no one tell. It's
2: all Greek to me.
4: (laughs) And I think in the World Trivia Federation, we recently learned that incognito means unknown.
0: And it's also two words or one word. It's one word, right? It can be either way. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was one or two words.
5: Those oofthas are. uh are well-founded because we had a huge swing on that one jay is gonna pick up 300 points and james is going to lose 500 points oh shit we have an 800 <laughs> point swing and a lead change jay now leads 1100 to 500
4: oh just to, to circle back i'm wrong it's just one word sorry
0: Yeah, I was the one who was wrong in thinking that it was two words because I I thought they traveled incognito, like you know, in a limo. Yeah, incognito. (laughs)
4: Incognito. Bonjour.
0: I love that X-Men comic. (laughs) Bonjour la bibliothèque.
1: La la discothèque.
0: La discothèque. Sorry. Um, Well, our next question is polar music prize winners in literature. What lucky member of the Traveling Wilberries was born in Duluth, Minnesota, and in 2022 released the book The Philosophy of Modern Song, his first book published since he was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in the 2010s. The book contains the author's commentary on 66 songs by other artists. Locked in. Jay's locked in. James, you have 30 seconds.
2: I believe that this singer who... Uh, won the nobel prize for literature is uh amazingly hard to understand Uh, i think the answer is bob dylan
0: (laughs) and uh jay what did you say
4: you almost had me there on this uh because as soon as you said what lucky member of the traveling wilburys my head immediately went to tom petty who played lucky kleinschmidt on king of the hill uh but then i i finish the question i'm like wait that doesn't make a lick of damn sense it's bob dylan bob dylan won the nobel prize and notably uh re- could release a book in 2022 because he's still alive
2: That <laughs> <It> helps
4: <laughs> it, does, it does help it yes helps. you know to actually have a pulse
1: yeah
5: that's good especially if that book is providing commentary on <laughs> <laughs> modern oh. song yeah
0: well uh jay what did you wager on yourself and james
4: so uh, I put 100 on myself because literature is, is literature uh, and 300 for James.
0: Okay. And James, what did you wager on yourself and her?
2: A little softer, 100 for me, 200 for
4: Jay.
0: Okay. Uh, both teams picking up credit on this one. This was Bob Dylan, who I did not know was born in Minnesota. So.
4: Don't you know? <laughs> I do now.
5: both players getting this one but both players are losing points hitting jay a little bit harder as she'll lose 200 james will lose 100 we may be down to the wire here for james depending on how this last one goes because james just has 400 points left to jay's 900
4: can i ask before you move on where where did lucky come from in this because it was even capitalized
0: uh, that was his name in the traveling Willberries. Oh, okay. He was a the Lucky Willberry. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Today the I can
0: spell. I was I,
4: like, I yeah. can just went to you know immediately Tom Petty, knowing he played a character named Lucky on King of the Hill.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had like um, they had pictures of them under their Willberry names, and okay. it said uh, Bob Dylan was Lucky Willberry. I, so, I
4: believe it one hundred percent. I just didn't know it.
0: I was just confirming it for myself there too. Oh, so. Fair enough. Um, your last question in this section is I'm sold a music question in which county did singer John Michael Montgomery attend an auction where he saw something he quote just had to have
4: locked
0: in he's locked in <laughs> James you have well, ladies and gentlemen. Seconds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah where's where's your uh, trash talking now Jacob and Jeff <laughs> you could've, you could've used that I don't have time, time to
3: trash talk man
2: which county john michael montgomery what did he sing an auction saw something he just had to have
0: you got 10 seconds
2: yeah compelling silence for a podcast i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna hazard a guess and say hazard county
0: all right going with hazard county jay what did you go with on your immediate lock-in
4: well, he went down to the Grundy County auction where he saw something he just had to have. His mind told him he should proceed with caution. His heart said, go ahead and take a bid on that. And he said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign, uh, et etc., etc.?" cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, That is sold, the Grundy County auction affair by John Michael Montgomery.
0: So Grundy County.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it's also one of my wife's favorite karaoke songs. All so right. I had to show I up. I didn't
0: know that. That's amazing. Yep. And- Jay, what did you wager on yourself and James?
4: Uh, I went big, so I think he's going home. Uh, 300 points for me, 200 points for James.
0: And James, what did you wager your, on on yourself oh. and the pretty lady?
2: 300 for me and 100 for the pretty lady.
0: <sighs>
4: Aww. I still well, love you, James.
0: Tim, I know we fucked Jay's math on this podcast. This is fucked <laughs> Tim's math. I don't know what just happened here, but why don't you tell us?
5: Uh Yeah, uh, Jay picking up a massive 500 points there. James entered that question with 400. He lost 300 on his ability and another 100 because Jay got it right. That does drop James down to zero. And it is a little unfair to ask a question about Grundy County because isn't there a Grundy County right where Jay lives?
0: Yes, we in fact went to the Grundy County Fair.
2: L- Listen, to be fair, you all asked me a question about Louisville- That's what I
1: was going to say! That's what I was going to say! You can about fucking Churchill Downs when he lives right down the fucking road from it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, I had two Chicagoland people on this podcast. Chances are one of them was going to make it to this question. So, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, James, you did run out of points there, which means you are out. And that does mean that we are crowning a new queen Jay, you are our best friend of me for this week.
4: Yay. Before
0: you go, we want to give you a chance to plug anything that you would like to plug. The time is yours.
4: Well, uh, I would like to plug um, down in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, go check out Hindsight Trivia at a number of locations throughout the week. Uh, check out uh, the Trivia Nerd uh, hosting on a weekly basis down there as well. Um If you happen to find yourself, I don't know, stranded in Louisville, Kentucky, because I can't imagine another reason why you would go there on purpose. You could go there to visit your friends, James and Jacob. Oh, shit. That's right. I do have friends there, plural. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of these days. I mean, Jacob has come to visit me. It's only fair. James, it can't be bothered. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Well, important uh, man,
4: many things to do. I get it. We have a thing to do in louisville
1: yeah like just a thing yeah the louisville slugger museum
0: yeah and then
1: like yeah that's about it
0: that was a great plug our runner (laughs) up tonight is of course james key the trivia nerd and we'd like to give you the chance to plug anything as well
2: uh well it it has been plugged but you can always find me on uh, various social medias i think i grabbed everything that's the trivia nerd the dot com the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook, uh, none of which I utilize very well. So they're very (laughs) stale, uh, but they do have my shows on there. And, uh, I do hope that, uh, if you're able to see Jay hosting anything offline or online, that you, uh, take part in that and enjoy it.
0: Awesome. Great. Uh, Jacob, would you like to plug anything? You have that opportunity.
1: Yeah, I plugged Jay's uh, World Trivia Federation earlier this week on my social media uh, things, but I would love for you to give at least $2 a month for her World Trivia Federation questions because it is a fantastic league, and um, I, I suck at trivia, so if I can do it, so can you.
0: Bringing endorsement there. Jeffy, you also have the opportunity to plug anything you would like to plug.
3: I would like to plug uh all of the stuff that was already said. I don't have anything else left to say cuz I don't do anything anymore except for occasionally appear on podcasts with my frenemies um and chase my children around the house. So, um oh, here's one. Uh if you want to find me on Facebook, that's Jeff Bim, J E F F B I M M. Uh, I'm going to post a picture that my son drew of the character Cuphead from the game Cuphead, uh, which, uh, looks a lot like a stick figure with a giant bush. <laughs> I'm just going to post that now. Uh, you might have to go back in time depending on when this goes out, but yeah. Or I could, uh, you know, I might also, I'll treat, I'll tweet it as well. What's my, I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. Never mind. Is it
0: at RMT trivia. Yeah, that's
3: it. It's RMT trivia. That's the <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, drink my ties. My ties are great, but do them the right way. Don't just put. It's not just sugar juice and rum. It's it's a very specific combination of those things with just lime juice, no other juices. That's it. That's all the stuff I have to say today. I'm gonna go have some aspirin and maybe take a nap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, and that is gonna do it. He- for us here at Frenemy Trivia, be sure to follow us at Frenemy Trivia on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find our sister shows, The Pup Trivia Experience, and Boozy Bracketology on your favorite podcast app. Join our Discord, ptebb.com slash Discord, or support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ptebb. If you can't swing it, we completely understand. Times are tough, but you can still support us by subscribing and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast app and your least favorite podcast app, because we're there too. So for Frenemy Trivia, I've been Brittany.
5: I've been Tim. I'm Jacob.
3: I'm Jay.
2: I'm James.
3: I'm Jeff.
0: And we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody.